So you've got all these storage compartments for swords. Mm -hmm. You can actually have the sword right here if you do want to show it off. Yeah, right yeah here. I'm just so going to pull it out there. Oh, I just meant, uh, yeah, your cord's long enough. Yeah. Like, if I needed to go back, I wouldn't be able to. Right. Okay, we're live. Um, post the live. Don't forget to hit the go live button. Oh, I don't have the dashboard open for uh, live. Me too. Let's turn on the song. Another, another 3D Hangouts. hangouts. My, My name is Noir Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is Mr. Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro. It's Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week we come to share 3D printing projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. Sure, we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and kick it off with this week's coupon code. Today's coupon code is Circuit Paper. So if you want to pick up anything in the Adafruit shop, and get 10% off using coupon code circuit paper. Over on adafruit.com slash re, you can see all the different freebies that are being offered. Check out the website for those details. Why do we have an echo? Hey, what's up everybody? Do we have an echo going on here? There is an echo here. Yeah, where's it coming from? No idea. How, How good does it sound? How does the echo sound? It's like a couple seconds behind, so it's definitely like a reverb type sounding echo. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, get feedback from mice. Yeah, we did this test yesterday and there was no feedback at all. We weren't expecting that one. 
there, there are, are two, two different, different mics on, on yes. That's, That's how we're uh, doing this. So, so let's, let's see here. I think, I think you guys, guys are dealing, dealing with this, this as we figure, figure out our new mic setup. setup. Sounds like a uh, referee at a wrestling match. And in this corner, the pie portal, oh, says wow. Mr. Certainly. Dang. <laughs> hmm. Hello, hello. Yeah, Yanni's saying that maybe one yeah. of the mics is delayed. They're both USB mics, they're both running in through Wirecast. And uh, that's how we're doing it. <laughs> we had one mic last week, maybe we need to switch back to one mic. Yeah. Yeah. How are we gonna do this? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm over here, so we'd have to... Hold on, I'm waiting for your... What right. I'm listening to have, is the playback. So in Wirecast, I have one audio input coming in, and that's uh, just the Yeti mic. Okay. This one is not. <clears throat> As soon as I turn it on, I guess we get an echo or something. Yeah. So, is this going to be okay then? I do I think that? so. Yeah. We'd have to have two, uh, like, a, like a splitter so that I can monitor myself. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to have terrible audio today, folks. How awesome is that? Well, thank you for dealing with us. This is a live stream show. We do this show every Wednesday, or at least we try to, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we got so far. Hmm. I say just continue like this. It's not too bad. <laughs> I just have to project towards the microphone. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's, uh, We're gonna run through... Uh, let's do it so we can cut this out of the live and just start yeah. over again. I don't think... Oh, you can, you can cut it through mm -hmm. YouTube? So yeah. Yeah, that's the only one. Yep. Okay. Right. We're gonna start over again. Sorry about that, folks make it cleaner for the edit. Another 3D Hangouts. My name is Amari Wes, and I'm at Steiner here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is Mr. Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Rose, Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Today's coupon code is Circuit Paper. If you guys want to pick up anything in the Adafruit shop, please check out uh, using coupon code Circuit Paper to get 10% off your order. If you want to get some freebies, check out adafruit.com slash free to see all the different tiers that are being offered. Those are some really nice delivery options. Same day delivery is a nice one. That's for the fine folks in the New York City, Manhattan area. Be sure to check out the website for details on that. Circuit Python meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. A great place to share your projects, share your status, what you're working on, and to hear what the CircuitPython devs and folks at Adafruit are working on as well. 
check it out. It is uh, live, happens on the Discord channel every Monday at 2 p.m. Head on over to discord.gg slash Adafruit to see, um, to get the link, the invite link for that. And it's a 24-7 chat, so everybody can drop in their status and say what's up. New addition to CircuitPython is CircuitPython.org. This is the fastest and quickest way to get the latest version of CircuitPython on CircuitPython compatible hardware. Check it out. Lots of uh, boards from the community are being added on the daily. Daily news is a, is a thing that we can do as well. AdafruitDaily.com if you want to opt in for some uh, daily newsletter in your inbox, you can uh, subscribe to AdafruitDaily.com. AdafruitDaily.com slash newsletter is a once a week newsletter that is product focused so you can check that one out as well jobs board jobs.adafruit.com be sure to check that one out if you are a maker company or a maker yourself looking to uh, to find some some gigs you can check out jobs.adafruit.com it is free to do so so check that out want to give a quick shout out to everyone in the chat room. Thank you so much for joining us. Earlier we had some audio issues and the fine folks let us know. So thank you guys for dealing with that. Shout out to John K, Yanni T, and everyone else who's hanging out in the chat room and the Discord chat room. We are hanging out in the live broadcasting chat room. Let's see if that works. Hey, there it is. Yeah, definitely stop by there. We've got all the usuals hanging out. Really good comments, posting links. Mr. Certainly, Yanni, Andy Calloway, Troy, Gar, and yeah. more. Always here to help in the chat room. Super appreciate you guys. Let's check it out. All right. Well, we're going to do a little bit some, something a little bit different. Um, we are working on this learn guide, and we are working on getting the code to pass Travis. So we are going to release this sometime later today. But you can get the files right now if you'd like. So this is a quick 3D printed dis uh, stand for our e-ink paper displays. Right, so this e-ink is really special because um, it has three different colors. It's a 2.13 inch uh, display. It has a spot for an SD card, so you can uh, import, you can load external uh, images via the SD card. It, it has the 12 and 16 pin format for a feather, so it's super easy to install and just fit it into any uh, of the compatible feathers, which is just about all of them. Best thing about it is that it well, it runs CircuitPython. So this learn guide just shows you how to 3D print a, a simple stand for it. So you can download the CAD files using um, our links, or you can look at the uh, the learn repo. The CAD files are already there. If you'd like to, if you'd like to just print out the STL file, you can do so. We have a nice little uh, spot here for uh, CircuitPython setup, how to install it. We are now um, using CircuitPython.org in all of our guides. And we actually do a little bit of homework so we can update our older guides so that circuitpython.org is, uh, is, is, is linked. So when you go to circuitpython.org, click on the downloads button. We now have uh, filters that you can sort through. So right here you can have all the manufacturers. You can see Nordic and uh, some folks here like uh, Radmir, SparkFun, Particle, Davis Dells is also here, Benjamin is also here. So check those out. So it's not just data for boards, folks. Yeah, it is everybody's boards. And if you want to add your board, just drop in a link in the um, in the Discord chat room uh, in the uh, CircuitPython area. 
yeah, there might be a, another way to do it, but uh, I think that's going to be a good way to do it. You can also sort through the features, so Wi-Fi, speaker, light sensor, temperatures, this is all added stuff. And you can sort by the downloads or sort by board name and stuff. Shout out to uh, Cooper Brothers for working on this, and uh, PT, of course, also. Mm -hmm. So um, if you wanted to get uh, the latest version of CircuitPython on the M4 Express, for example, you just click on that image, and then you have a nice draft down, drop down. You can um, pick the stable release, which is 3.12, or you can play with the Beta 6 for CircuitPython 4.0, which is what I'm playing with. And there's some nice uh, links here and stuff to purchase the board if you need to do that. There you go. Also, libraries. If you need to download the latest libraries, you can click on this library button. You'll get uh, sent over to the Read the Docs, and then there's a nice handy link over here on the side that says Other Links. Click on that one, and it takes you to the GitHub repo release page. You can get the latest releases here for CircuitPython. Here is the CircuitPython 4.0 beta bundle. This gets this is like a once a week update. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's getting updated really Nightly sometimes. fast, and it's super easy to just update, download the files, and just drop them into your CircuitPy drive because it loads like a USB drive. Mm -hmm. It's super simple and easy. I think it's really nice. Speaking of really nice, I'm using the really nice Feather M4 Express for this project. Uh, it has a bunch of different uh, pins and I/O, and it works really well with CircuitPython. It's speedy, so. That's what we're working with. We have the combination of these two, and they're both in stock right now if you want to pick them up. Those are mainly the, the product, uh, the main boards in this, in this kind of project. I am using the example demo code that is a part of the CircuitPython library. And uh, these are just all the parts and stuff. You need to pick up a 3D printer. We do have one in the shop that we really like and recommend. It's from Flashforge. It's called the Inventor 2. It has Wi-Fi, it's got a touchscreen, and it just works. How about that? Three printers that just work? They're our favorites. There's so lots of filament. Auto-leveling as well. The oh enclosure gosh. comes it, with it. The uh, jam-pack features for a very nice low entry price. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the homepage. Let's go to the CircuitPython code. You can uh, use the CircuitPython library bundle and then grab the ePaper display library. That's this guy over here. So you can download that and put it on your lib folder inside of your CircuitPy drive. Using this code here, you can load it here. Trying to pass lint right now, and um, you can uh, change the file name if you want to have a different bitmap. Playing around with different bitmap images, we'll we'll uh, we'll do a little guide on um, how to create your image assets. But for now, we're just going to preview it as we are uh, working to publish this guide. So let's do some camera switching and see if we can do an overhead. This is overhead for you, Pedro. If you could display. So here's a good look at the, the project. Uh, right now it's, uh, it has this, uh, this nice bitmap loaded. It is uh, two, 212 by 104 pixels, so it does have to be uh, a specific pixel size for your images. But you can use uh, free open source software to create your own bitmap images or resize them. I'm sure there's also online converters and whatnot. A GIMP would be a good option for uh, some sort of desktop software to create some images. And there is access to the feather in the back there. There is a nice uh, kind of opening that allows uh, any of the feathers to pop out of. We're using M25 nylon fasteners uh, to secure the PCBs. Uh, as you can see there, the standoffs uh, are lined up nicely with uh, the mounting tabs on the e-ink display because it has these four mounting tabs. It makes it really easy to, uh, to use M25 fasteners. The, uh, the stand prints without any support material and prints like that in that orientation. 
I'm going to switch the cameras to get a good look at it on the side here. It's got a, uh, the base design is optimized so that it's not uh, tip, tippy, so it doesn't tip over. You can add all the little grips and things like that. We have rubber feet in the shop. You can fashion your own rubber feet. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty simple design. It doesn't need any supports. Prints out, uh, I would say in about an hour and a half, give or take, on the uh, slice settings. We have access to the USB port, of course. There's a little geometry in there to make it so that the, even the even the thickest uh, connectors will fit because this uh, this edge here has a little chamfered uh, surface that allows it to uh, to have room for uh, clearance for your, any, any any of the thicker USB cables. Speaking of USB cables, we really like this one because it's a uh, reversible on both so sides. You, yeah, you have to mention exactly. So if you unplug that and flip it around. It connects to the micro USB port, like that. And uh, it works the same way on, on this side here. You can uh, reverse that as well. So what we'll do is, uh, what, I, what I wanted this to be is a name tag for my desk. So what Pedro's gonna do right now is, uh, it's gonna pop in some links, but if he loads uh, the CircuitPy drive on your finder, you can just change the image here. So I have a, a couple of images on the CircuitPy drive. No, not there. It's just the image, it's not the code. You don't have to modify any code. I, I can just change the image name because it's, okay. it's loading the bitmap right off of the CircuitPy drive. So I'm gonna, let's say we want Blinka. Let's do Blinka right here. I'm gonna change this one from Blinka to Feather and then this one to Blinka. And then we'll see over here that it is, um, it's really quick. To, uh, to change it. So it's got to go through the refresh rate. It takes a little bit. You don't want to refresh it every 30 seconds. You want to, I think it was like a minute, every minute you want to, um, no more than a minute. Mm -hmm. You want to refresh it because uh, I guess that could damage the uh, pixels and stuff. Yeah, it's sort of the longevity of the display. Yeah. yeah, it might be working right now. I think it might. There it goes. So it had to kind of um, parse the, the, all, the, all the bits in the bitmap. This is a little uh, image of uh, Blinka, and it's going to run through the different colors. Now it's pulsing the red color, kind of get that. And uh, I, I, I formatted it vertically just to kind of show a tall Blinka like that. So I really wanted to show Blinka's um, features. She's got red eyes. I love how that animation of it blinking looks like the tongue was coming in right. and out. But, yeah, we, we can try to focus this too. There you go. So you get some real crisp images. You see those, look at those pixels. Oh my gosh. They're so sharp. Yeah, so that's uh, that's how quick and, and easy it is to load uh, bitmaps. You can just change the file name. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can uh, whip something up that cycles through uh, different images. That'd be neat. A nice little slideshow. That'd be really cool. Yeah, just kind of go through different images on every minute. Yeah, they did uh, preview. Um, it pulling in the IoT, like some of the uh, quotes that are on our website. Yeah, so making this internet connected is definitely on the list. We just need to get something out that uh, that kind of played with the uh, the example code. I think folks will want to be able to load bitmaps real quick, kind of to make a name badge or just display some maybe a comic or something would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah, John was asking us the flexible ones are available yet soon. We do soon, have yeah. some good ideas mm -hmm. for that of like uh, collars or something like that, have nice graphical uh, information on that would be very valuable. That's right. So if you want to pick it up, please do so and use coupon code.
circuit paper. Very cool. Everybody's liking the stand. Uh, John Kay is also uh, mentioning that a right angle one would be really cool. Uh, the right angle cable? The, I think that's what he means. Or do you mean the stand? A right angle, like a prop, like a vertical stand? Well, it, it makes more sense if he's talking about the cable now, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we could also do a vertical stand. That's a fun one. Um, the, the stand it was designed um, in Fusion 360. And uh, we put the we put it together so that folks can uh, modify the design in any uh, any solid modeling software like OpenSCAD um, or is it OnShape? I think it was OnShape. Um, when you when we when we give out the uh, the files, you can download it in different formats like a step file, which is which is more uh, generic for all the solid modeling apps out there like OnShape or Inventor or, or AutoCAD's stuff. Uh, and this animation just shows you the assembly process using the fasteners, the standoffs. It even shows you the USB cable <laughs> that uh, it's a little we bit chunky. We kind of need it for yeah. height and uh, clearance. And if you'd like to use any of the CAD parts that we have modeled, we have a, a GitHub repository with all of our models available to download for free in, in different formats as well. You can get the STLs or the source files of them. The reason why we use this Fusion 360 is because it has such great inter integration with the Autodesk's um, Eagle CAD software, which is what Lamar uses to design the hardware, and now uh, Catney, who also designs hardware. Mm -hmm. Cool. Excellent. So there you go. That is this week's project, and uh, we're going to publish it later, later today or tomorrow, we'll see. Yeah, probably by the uh, before show and tell. So yeah, I think so. definitely stay tuned for that one. You can, of course, get all the three D printing files that you need for that. You get yep. to start that off. Cool. Real quick, just wanted to uh, shout out to last week's layer by layer. It's if you want to get some uh, idea of how we create uh, some designs in Fusion three sixty, we put together a tutorial on how we created the wall mount for the Pi Portal, the Adafruit Pi Portal. This was last week's tutorial. It shows you how to use user parameters so that you can modify uh, features. Uh, without having to edit sketches, you can just pop up this parameter window, modify some some dimensions, and then your CAD up, your CAD will update automatically for you. Very cool. And that is this week's Lair by Lair. We have a playlist as well. If you check out the links in the description of this video, we'll have a, a Lair by Lair playlist for you, so folks can uh, indulge. <laughs> Excellent. I want to go over to Shop Talk. I wanted to share a very awesome uh, product. Databox 11 is available to purchase right now. It's in stock. You can use that coupon code as well. What was that coupon code? It was Circuit Paper. So if you want to pick up the Adabox, you can get a discount on that, 10% off. Uh, this is a really great deal. This is for the price. You get not just the Pi Portal, but uh, that, that awesome USB cable that we were talking about, and a laser cut case with the, uh, included, stand, uh, with the included hardware. Um, to, to put on, the, on, a, on a laser cut case. It looks really nice. Designed by Philip Burgess. Paint your dragon. Because it's a really nice insert as well. It gives you all the, all the links and things that you'll need. But hey, it's got the Pi Portal. And it has a really nice silk screen too. If you got the, you're holding out on the Pi Portal, maybe get this one because this one has really nice Definitely silk screen <laughs> and add-ons to it. Very cool. And it's in stock. How about that? Very nice. All of the Ada boxes are also in stock here, I think. Or at least available here to see what, mm -hmm. what's in them. Cool. I hope we didn't spoil it, because folks should be getting theirs. 
yeah, there's gonna be an unboxing and a complete overview with project setup help and all that live on uh, John Park's workshop, I believe this week or next. Yeah, we'll uh, so see. get ready for John, that. let us know. John Parks at Thursday, 4 p.m. Cool. Let's see, I'm gonna run through some notes real quick and see if we are missing anything from the shop talk. We're trying to do a quick show again uh, today just because of the uh, the audio stuff and um, trying to get the learn guide out in time. Yeah, yeah quick uh, clarification from John Case saying that yes, he'd like the stand to be at 90 degrees yeah, so the accelerometer can move horizontally to measure the Gs when dragging down the road. Driving down the road, probably. Yeah. Something like that. Huh? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we can totally do that. Yep, excellent. Yep, you just noticed that you can modify all the files, so you can do that to 3D print and update for it. Sweet. Definitely share. Maybe all right. Cool. All right. All right. Let's see. Into this week's Woody Prototyping. Woody Prototyping. Yeah. Sure, so uh, we are working on some cosplay props. Uh, it? Yeah, <laughs> jumping back into uh, utilizing the prop maker wing. We got a very awesome, uh, I would call it a nice little remake of the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. Yay, yeah, so this is our uh, 3D printed Keyblade, uh, sort of a steampunk version inspired by uh, Warhammer 4K. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a, it's a CircuitPython based project that uses the Adafruit prop maker wing and a Feather M4 Express. This is a collaboration with Katni Rambor, who wrote the, uh, the code for it. And uh, there's a, let's go ahead and turn it on. So it's got a couple of NeoPixels embedded inside the canister and inside of the blade. It is a dual extruded print, so that way we can uh, use translucent filament and some of the darker pigment filaments all in one print. So they're merged uh, and they print in one part, which is really nice. There are several parts that are uh, either snap fitted together, twisted together, uh, and also glued together. Some of these bits here, because it looks, there's like more than just two colors, right? So these bits here, like the gold pieces, are glued using E6000 adhesive. Uh, but uh, it is a really nice uh, assembly because uh, handles and stuff can uh, twist and, and uh, do that. Um, inside the canister is the feather wing. There is a speaker. This is the 40 uh, millimeter diameter speaker. Favorite speaker. It has speaker. a nice uh, thump to it. It's got a nice sound to it. It's got some nice bass. Yep. And of course, it's running CircuitPython. Um, so that means it's really easy to connect to any computer, modify the code, uh, or change the assets. It's just running uh, a WAV file, a couple of WAV files, and uh, the prop maker is really nice because it can uh, it does NeoPixels support, and uh, it has an accelerometer. So when you shake it, and when you hit it, it makes some uh, different sound effects. Yeah, so it's like a, a bit of a hammer type uh, type sound effect to it. it. Sounds like a dragon breathing too when you swing it. And uh, all the values can be modified really easy. It's up in the top of the code. You can change that if you want it to be lower or higher. And uh, yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know how tall it is, but uh, it's, it's pretty lengthy. Again, a couple of pieces uh, that are fitted together to make this work. About 42 inches, I want to say, something like yeah. that. It's as big as uh, Gavin. Yeah, so I got to start documenting uh, the builds as I think we're pretty good spot to, uh, to, to kind of lock in the design. Again, a lot of snap fit features and stuff. 
some really um, good techniques on building yeah. these with right. the, um, uh, the, the, what's it called? The threads. The threads, yeah. So they're, they're, there's a coil feature in Fusion that uh, makes it really easy to make uh, parts that are cylindrical, kind of coil and thread together, just twist together. Um, so there you go there. Uh, let's see what else. It's a very fun prop. <laughs> it's yeah, very fun. So fun. Um, John is saying, uh, or yeah, John K is saying, how long did that take to print? Yeah, it's well. So we spread it out uh, across yeah, a couple across of printers, yeah. so that definitely speeds it up. Yeah, a couple hours, not too bad. Yeah. Um, don't don't fret though. If you have a three D printer and it doesn't have dual extrusion, it's fine. Uh, just like the lightsaber build we do, uh, we always uh, merge the files so that the folks can post process process them in terms of you know, painting it, sanding it. Mm -hmm. And that sort of thing. So you would print this out all in one translucent filament, and then mask it off with paint and stuff. But uh, I'm seeing more and more uh, printers come out with a dual extrusion and more devices that are multi-material um, focused. So um, that's really what this is for. It's kind of a design that's uh, meant for dual extrusion machines. But uh, the fret will have single version, single extrusion versions as well as we normally do. And the other thing I want to mention too is that this is the start of, I guess, like a platform on being able to make any sort of type of sword, anything like that. Yeah, with the coil is. system, you can change this out and put something else in. Can yeah. I hold that again? Yep. And then, uh, we also figured, why not model the original Keyblade? So the original Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts looks like a key, like that. This one doesn't have any electronics in it, but uh, it's still a really fun print. And it also has that coil system. I'm gonna take this one apart because I don't want to do the parts fall off. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, this just uh, coils out like that. And that's and a can, lot uh, of the cylindrical pieces. You can see they're hollow as well, so you can print them out faster and, and kind of save on material. So uh, just, just kind of trying to optimize these parts so that they print without any supports and um, are optimized for print time and material. So and then the internal threads inside there look like that. And this is actually printed with a, a 0.4 millimeter nozzle, huh? No, yeah, oh. yes, yes, sorry, yes, absolutely, yeah, 0 0.4 millimeter nozzle. It takes about an hour to print one piece, and uh, there's four main pieces, which is, let's go this, let's camera. Yeah, so just, and the, the benefit of this is uh, obviously to, maybe it's not so obvious, but to uh, really break it down so that you can actually mm -hmm. travel, travel with it, go to a con with it, put it in a backpack, so there's, um, so this is more really small. The coupler, so here the coupler has that, and um, using some hardware fasteners for this thing here. Um, funny enough, the handle <laughs> on the other Keyblade is printed in one piece <laughs> in like one go. This one had to be a couple pieces just because of the the design, the, geom the, yeah, the geometry of the design. So I'll shut it off. That's all uh, I'm next share. week or whatever. But even this slots out. This comes out. Press in place. I think we're going a little bit over yeah. the segment time. Just wanted to show uh, some progress of some uh, the comeback of the um, uh, prop, wing, prop maker wing projects. Yeah, pretty solid. In the works. No, uh, no shakes. Okay. There's always so much fun. What I really like about the other one though is um, being able to test to see what the thinnest diameter that we could get while having a nice strong print, being able to swing it around without it breaking, so yeah, nice uh, They're all about two to three millimeters thick, so I'm trying to stay away from the super thinness, because yeah. you do want some, some infill. Mm -hmm. So there we go. We will talk about that more in a week or two. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. That is what we're working on. And we'll jump in now to Community Makes.
and we have a time-lapse Tuesday video that we can share right now. This is really fun. This is a print-in-place hinge design. It's a dragon. <laughs> it's a lovely dragon. Um, we've done a couple of these uh, prints. Started, I think, started with the fish, right? Started with a fish, then it was a T-Rex, now it's a dragon. I think this every cool. animal has been done. <laughs> every animal has been done, yeah. Except for the snake. We need to think a snake. I Make a snake? I could have swore I made a snake. One of the cool things about this one, though, is that I don't know where I saw it, but it hit me to just add some string and sort of try to make it like a marionette. Oh, it was Dano's. Yeah, Dano's, Dano's project. You recently released one where it is a little robot that is being powered by the cricket, so each motor has a separate, um, you know, like movement articulation for it. So I thought it was a really cool, creative way to, um, you know, sort of puppeteer a nice. A flexi, a little hinge, print-in-place hinged uh, design. Yeah, you can put this on a servo, some sort of mount, yeah. and then have it uh, electronic. Flat wings, have one going the other way. Yeah. Uh, so this is printed with one extruder, not no dual extrusion here. But yeah, uh, print-in-place print. hinges are a great sort of cali sort of way to calibrate your printer to make sure that uh, the tolerances are, are spot on. Mm -hmm. Any special stuff you had to do uh, when 3D printing it? Uh, I decided a brim. That's it. A brim? Like a one a millimeter brim, brim. Uh, so it's like an outline around the uh, object's geometry so that it uh, adheres better to the yeah. uh, bed. Yeah, and it's like one layer thick, mm -hmm. so it's like a way to, to add more uh, yeah. to, your, to, your, to your bed. Yeah, so a really good way to add sort of puppeteering for this, and this actually spawned another way of coming up with an idea that Phil had on a really cool upcoming project we'll show probably next week. Yeah, sure. Sweet. Nice way to add live hinges and some sort of puppeteering to uh, 3D printed objects. If you'd like to 3D print your own, you can head over to the Thingiverse webpage, which I'm pulling up right now. It's also linked in the description. Flexi Dragon by Benchy for Life. <laughs> Benchy, so cool. the infamous. Now he calls Benchy it a remix, yeah. um, but oh. this is definitely like one of his own designs since. He was inspired by the shape of the dragon. Right. He actually and the implemented wings, yeah. the. So, the wings are just, uh, separate, and they snap yeah, into this yeah. uh, sort of bag. Yeah. So you print these out separately. So you can have different color if you want to swap out the filament. You have different colored dragons. Very cool. Yeah, very fun. Anything with with the printed place hinges is always like, wow, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Testament to the the process. Very cool. All right, so check that out. We don't have any community makes uh, this week, but uh, there are some awesome blog posts that are going to be happening tomorrow mm -hmm. on 3D Thursday. So we'll look out for those. Be on the lookout for blogs. And if you'd like to share any of your projects with us, please do so. You can share it with us on the Discord chat or um, any of the social channels. Yeah, in the Discord chat, under help with 3D printing, there seems to be a awesome ton of really great works that everybody's working on. So definitely uh, scrub through there to check out all the awesome creations the community is working on. 3D printing. There's also there's a, a show and tell. Um, yeah, yeah. So if you have more stuff that goes outside of 3D printing, mm -hmm. maybe you're designing some cool stuff. It's awesome. So check it out. There's lots of great community projects there. And we thank you for watching. Look at this Ooh, awesome, amazing words. Look at that. Oh, man. Screen. It's awesome. screen on the back. It might be a kit. And Very if you're cool. looking to um, maybe advertise your project, uh, maybe you have a Tindy store or something, you'd like to get some folks interested, share it here. It's great. It's all fair game. Just be sure to check out the... Um, the, conduct, the code of conduct page that you'll get presented with when you first uh, log in. Awesome, these are great projects. Sweet.
Don't forget, coupon code is Circuit Paper if you want to get 10% off your order from the Adafruit shop, of course. Yeah, the the link to the stand will be um, published later today. Yeah, we're working on it. Trying to get the code to validate. Yeah, it's trying to pass Travis. So uh, tonight we have more show. Show and Tell is on at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This happens every Wednesday on the YouTubes and, and beyond. So be, uh, check out the Discord chat room to, uh, to get the invite link. It's a Google Hangout-based uh, live stream. And then Ask an, Ask an Engineer is broadcasted on all the platforms, and it happens at 8 p.m. tonight. You get a full hour of Lamar and Phil, open source hardware news, Python news, and showing uh, sneak peeks new products and at the end of the show we will be awarding some we'll be gifting something chance for you folks to win some free products always oh, some sweet giveaways that are yeah. always available it's probably you call whatever in. new product is released usually yep you call in it's, and it's a uh, trivia what's your name where are you calling from mm -hmm. and what would you like to build mm -hmm. it's a good good one excellent all right i think that's going to do it for us this week Make sure to follow us on all the socials to see all the behind the scenes there's one last thing YouTube is always posting some really cool stuff on there, so make sure you have the bell icon clicked so you can see when all the behind-the-scenes stuff is uploaded. Cool. And let's do camera talk. Yeah, one last shop talk that we have is uh, recently one of our uh, one of our guide authors was asking what camera to get, and by chance we had just ordered and received the Blackmagic Design uh, Pocket Cinema 4K camera. So brand new, it came out like I think like it was announced uh, towards the end of the, the NAB last year. Last year, but uh, mm -hmm. it is now just trickling down. Yeah, it was put on uh, like back order for like a month or two, so there is a bit of a wait. Um, big yeah. deal is because of the 13 stops of dynamic range in there. The main reason why we got it, so when we were shooting uh, lights, uh, neopixels, like on costumes, or we're doing um, uh, like anything with lights. Uh, or dark low light environments we always get like that blowout or there, it's like very difficult to capture dark spots without having like pixelation happening or any grain and uh, this camera is really good and as far as all the tests that we've uh, applied with it in terms of the you know highlights in addition with low lights being together in the same scene it's able to maintain all of that data in the whites and in the blacks so you can actually go into your edit bay and brighten those up without losing any quality. Yeah, so what we'd like to do right now is just show with you a sample video of some clips that we got uh, yesterday because it came in yesterday. So really low lighting is key here. So um, we are, we've been operating a Canon 5D Mark III for a couple of years now. Since uh, 2011, I okay. think is the last time we got a right. camera. Right, and it's not really, a, it's a full sensor camera, yes. It's really got a ni uh, nice sensor. Mm -hmm. Not so great for light, uh, low light. So shooting things outside, shooting things without external so lighting. So everything you're seeing here, we would have to set up at least four lights that were just on the foreground and then two other lights in the background just to get what we've been seeing here with absolutely no lights on the yeah. camera. Yeah. With a f-stop of like 5, 11. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what that means in camera That's terms, just... that is dark. <laughs> That's really dark. We're usually shooting at 1.2, 2.8, you know, 1.4 with like, you know, six lights on us. Footage you're seeing right now, it's yeah, just- garage. 
the There's lights coming from the NeoPixel strip and the lights coming from the prop there. Yeah, again, this, this wouldn't be possible to capture Not with our current camera, the Canon 5D, but uh, the Pocket Cinema does a great job with the light. Mm -hmm. As you can see, there's like no grain in the blacks, and this is no filter. Yeah, this is every uh, image no, that you has see. not been color corrected or anything. Normally, every. when we film with our older camera, we'd have to do a lot of post processing in terms of just like highlights and every project and video that you see from us, every picture that you see from us on the learn guide or in the video production. There's a crap ton of masking that goes on, so we're actually get gr grabbing every individual color. It's all adjusting. Fake. All of it's fake. These projects yeah. aren't real. <laughs> Is this basically what you're saying? No. Well, the picture that you're seeing. Yeah, that's why that it looks that much. good. I don't... It, it wasn't, you know, that we, anything. <laughs> you know, that it was like an awesome, you know... Well, it, it did have to do some with setup and all that. Right. But so, you know, we'll here's play some around outdoor with some stuff more where we light. like shooting a lot of the, like, the NeoPixel light stuff outside. Uh, we usually have to wait for like the golden hour, which is like around like 6 p.m. So it's very difficult to get. never, ever Because you only have like a sliver of a timeline to get that that perfect shot of when the sun is just uh, you know doing that very nice gold color here there was absolutely no lights i believe it was like 11 at night um that shot of the cat right there would be just a, a muddy black scene yeah. with the cannon yeah so, i shared a video on my instagram and showed like a comparison it's, it's yeah. not even worth comparison it's a black night Day and night, it mm -hmm. really is. Anyway, that's uh, just a quick look at the behind so for the scenes authors stuff. out there, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff on like what the kind of camera equipment that we use or the process that we do. I'll let us know if you would like any tutorials on that. It's you know the background that we're coming from, so we always yeah. love talking about all that and sharing how we actually produce a lot of the videos and the, the photography stuff for all these projects that you guys see. Sweet, excellent. Well, thank you guys so much um, for joining in with us uh where is there it is we do the show every wednesday 11 a.m eastern time so tune in live if you'd like it's also on the pre-recorded don't forget coupon code is circuit paper we'll have one again later tonight yeah. and also tomorrow tomorrow is john park's workshop tune in at 4 p.m eastern time on the youtubes and all the social channels the social channel to see john park streaming live That's awesome projects coming up Stay tuned for that. Don't forget to click on the bell icon, YouTube, subscribe to get notified when all of the updates come out. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. We will see you next week. But until then, don't forget to make a great day. See you next week, guys. Bye, folks. Mm -hmm.